0: Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device.
1: The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required, all you need is an
0: idea, and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting. Who's Bobo, sir? Booboo. Uh, I, I, I meant Lobo. Uh, Sheriff Lobo, they never should have canceled that show. I see. On another topic, the preparations for your birthday have begun. I won't get what I really want. No one does. Happy birthday, Mr. Smithers. Uh.
1: Four-finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Figure Discount, proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quotes, and nobody gets any more Facebook page, nohomers.net,
0: popculture.com, and Podbean. Podbean, our newest sponsors of the top of this episode. Now, what can people listening do, Mitch? They can head to the description of this particular episode, and in that description, they're going to find an exclusive link. If you are out there and you're thinking of starting up your own podcast... Check the description, find the link to Podbean, and you will get your first month's worth of hosting for free, exclusive to Four Finger Discount.
1: Yeah, we've had a few people messages I saying... the full
0: ad, man, yeah, yeah. for that there. We've had a few people messages saying that they want to start their own podcast. We have. Now's the time to start. Your first think, month for free. I think the one I'm looking forward to the most was a podcast about Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That would be good. Yeah. I used to love that show. Yeah. I'm
1: not even ashamed of it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> fine. I love Salem. <laughs> exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so, check out witch- the link. Sorry. Like, witches naming a cat
1: after... This, like... You know, genius. Yeah. <laughs> Check out the link in this. It's on iTunes, or the link's going to be on the website it's as like, well. It's like a Jew having a cat named Auschwitz. Basically, is like that's that's it's is. Is just it's just going to be you just making references to Sabrina the whole episode. Now, no, 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 just that. what <laughs> <laughs> no, you love just it? Just that, just that one. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a review on Sabrina one day. No, no, no. you don't love it that much. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're no, here not going back and actually watching it. <laughs> we're here to review Rosebud. Now, this was an episode that you had said to me last week, even yeah, like last week, how great it was. I would have said, yeah, it's okay, but wouldn't have agreed with you so much. I forgot just how many classic moments are within this episode. Mm. You had the 64 slices of American cheese. <laughs> you had, yes, you had the Ramones appearance. Yeah. So much. Amazing. And the, the birthday. Yeah, no, I know, one, no one, one ever like, gets what they want. Exactly, yeah. Plus, it's a big parody of, not a parody,
0: but a, a tribute to Citizen Kane. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's a parody, but not the not in a full sense. It's no. not like the whole episode deliberately. Purely follows the the plot of Citizen Kane, but it, you know, certainly the opening, the start, the the, <laughs> the um, you forgot your bear, a symbol of your your childhood and innocence. All of that is very much parroting
1: Citizen Kane. I've never seen the the film, so you're mm-hmm. going to have to fill in and say fill this in part the part from the movie. This part okay. from the movie, yes.
0: It's easier if I just do it off the top. To be honest, I, I mean the whole starting sequence, obviously, like the look down Burns Manor and all that sort of stuff. The, the, the shot of the gate is yeah, for Citizen Kane. Yeah, the camera panning so. Massive spoilers for a movie that came out 70 years ago, but Citizen Kane starts with... um, It's based on a media mogul, basically, So, and it was very, very likely that that particular person in real life was William Randolph Hearst, who tried to stop screenings of the movie because he felt that it was too much about himself. Um, But Charlie Foster Kane is Citizen Kane. He is dying at the beginning of the movie. Um, on his death's bed, his last word is "rosebud." Kind of whispers it. it. Got no strength left. Just "rosebud," and and then he drops his snow globe and he dies. Which happens in the episode. Yeah. Yep. And, <laughs> very funnily parodied in the episode by Burns, just having a box full of snow globes. Yeah. Snow globes all over the floor. Never break. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, so it's word gets out that this was his last word, "rosebud," and absolutely nobody knows what it means. So it sets a reporter off on a I quest. I was going to ask you. <laughs> A, a reporter goes off on a quest to try and find out what was like. Picture like imagine it's Rupert Murdoch and his last words is something really cryptic, basically. Yeah. So he's like, "Well, what's this going to be?" Um, and it goes. It, we then sort of live throughout Charlie Foster Kane's life. Turns out. Um, now, actually, what I love, the Rose the reporter never gets to the bottom of what Rosebud is. He doesn't find out. And then one of the final shots of the movie, they're sort of burning a lot of artifacts from his estate and just bits of junk and stuff that he's collected over the years. And he picks up a sled, just a childhood sled that he had, and Rosebud was printed oh, okay. on the sled. And that, what, like, that was the big reveal, that he just, on his deathbed, he wasn't thinking about the money, he wasn't thinking about the fame, he wasn't thinking about any of that. He was just longing and pining for a simpler time when he was just a kid playing in the snow. So, in this, Rosebud is Bobo. Bobo is is Rosebud.
1: What did you think of the episode overall? I love this episode. It's really good. Fair. It's near on perfect. You know what I found? Whenever someone has said to me, what are your favourite seasons of The Simpsons, right? Mm -hmm. I always say seven. seasons. It's always been my favourite. Season five, four bangers from the get-go, man. Yeah. Homer's Bubble Shop Quartet, Cape Fear, Homer goes to college and
0: Rosebud. Like, this is this is why I've always called season 5 my favorite. There's not a bad episode in here. It's just and not only is there not a bad one, there's so many brilliant ones that you couldn't improve. What was your favorite moment from this? I um <laughs> it's hard to go past Burns and Smithers as the honeymooners. Yes. Um you're not mine is? <laughs> yeah.
1: Two wall beef, patty, special sauce, little cheese pickles, and this other sort of thing Comes <laughs> out of nowhere. It's so fucking great. Like, whoever wrote that, a sports I think, absolute genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty goddamn funny. All the money he could think of. What he wants, he can get anything in the world. He wants his own recording studio to sing the Big Mac song.
0: Fuck, yeah. that was great. <laughs> uh, the, the soft part of me, really... You know what I like, actually, is when Burns admits defeat and acceptance that Maggie's going to have the bear and you see this offside and it's so believable that he has the moment of like he just stops being a prick but it it feels in character the way he Mm. does it which is an amazing bit of acting and writing
1: they even have like a little bit of a bait and switch at the start where he he sort of says right you win and then tries to steal it and then realises that he he can't beat the infant Mm. so then he fully concedes and it's one thing that we never see from Burns he never gives in yeah um
0: Back to the honeymoon is Homer's reaction to it. Look out, Smithers! Yes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I love this show. Actually, even that, and I wrote it down, it's the. It's not just the fact that it's there. Okay, so Burns takes over all TV, and it would be easy for him to just take it all love over it. and not put anything yeah. on TV. That would drive, but he's like, well, no, I've got these networks now. I better make some programs. Making quality television. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's the thing. They're really giving it their best shot. Yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs>
1: I love that Homer has adapted. He's just accepted that this is yeah. television now. Yeah. He loves it. <laughs> so, do you want to get into a bit of trivia? Please do. Actually, before that, we've got a couple of $5 pledges that we need to mention. $5 yeah. plus pledges. Yep, yeah, A couple that we missed Yes, yeah, so we, we apologize. We missed Jared Kerr, our friend from down the street from Kerr's Hire, and Alistair Danik. Apologies mm-hmm. for missing you guys. If, we, if you're a $5 plus pledge and we haven't read your name out in the, on the show yet, send us a message and we'll read you out on the show. Also this week, thanks to Paul. That's all we have. Paul and mm-hmm.
0: Alistair Marnock. Appreciate it, guys. I think there were a few other... I emailed you some other names. Oh, did you? I, I built a spreadsheet. Oh, yeah, but I couldn't open it at work. Well, we're, we're not at work now. Oh, well,
1: I didn't know that.
0: I thought you said this is going to be the spreadsheet from now on. I didn't know there was actually no, new I, names on I there. I included new names for, right, for the last month.
1: Well, I'll go on there now.
0: Now, over the journey, there have been some names that we've missed. In this little segment right now, there might be some names that are lucky enough to get read out twice. But moving forward... We've got some genuine organisation in place. I've I've tooled around on Excel and discovered sections of Patreon that I didn't even know existed. I felt like Neo. Which is like, it just, it was, He's the one. I was just looking at ones and zeros and suddenly it all made sense to me.
1: Okay, so I've got the sheet open. We've got Alad Rees, Antonio Ventre, Nick Cowling, Ian Astley, Andy Gangler. Andy Gangler? It's a good name. Sounds like an Indian fast bowler. No, no. Uh, no uh, I wrong. Uh, he'd bowl a and wouldn't he?
0: No, I'm happy to go with fast but not Indian. I'm thinking more Zimbabwean. Yeah. I'll take West Indies maybe.
1: Nah, not even West An- Indies. Andy
0: there's a there was Andy Roberts. I don't know enough about cricket. <laughs> I saw that
1: in your eyes. <laughs> Alrighty, So we also we got Rob Ben Weatherburn, Cedric, Katie Langford, Gabriel Xavier Blywolf. I've definitely read that name before cuz that's memorable. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Rudiger. 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 <laughs> <laughs> or Rudiger. I'm going to go with Rudiger. Pete Connell, Justin Fitz Fitzalan, Catherine Ashworth, Bill Milgram, Harrison Stroke, and Brian Pernell. Brian's from Geelong. He's our friend from Geelong. Yes. Okay. We know Brian. Our friend. <laughs> yeah, our friend. Have I met Brian? I've never met him either. <laughs> <laughs> but he's our friend. Okay. He's from Geelong. So, yes. Thanks for pledging $5 plus on Patreon. Do you want to give the Patreon
0: speech, Mitchell? So, Patreon is a way for you to be able to support us for doing this show. Basically, you can subscribe for as little as $1. For $1, you get entered into a free prize draw every month. And to win Simpsons memorabilia, merchandise, and pop culture um, gift vouchers. For a couple bucks, you'll get access to some exclusive content. For five bucks, you get access to more exclusive content. And for eight bucks, you get access to everything, being able to download through whatever you want. Now, we In di- short, that's how it works. Yes. Now, we were discussing before the show,
1: we both had some ripper stories. Now, do you want to do them at the end or do you want to do them now? Let's do them at the end
0: because yes. I feel like we just started getting yes, into the yes, episode. Yes, yes. But there are... Some corkers. One, <laughs> one that means. Tell, tell the people quickly about what happened to your car. I made. I think you already told it in the Jurassic uh, uh, Park review, which was exclusive on Patreon. It Was exclusive on Patreon. So I bought a new car. It that car is less than two weeks old. It now has It virtually has a hole punched into the side of it. Right? Needs a new door. Yeah, need, and we'll, you'll find out why. need a new at door. You'll find out why. You'll also find out why legally I might not be married. <laughs> Ooh, this is yeah, really this is good. All right then, I'm looking forward to this one. So trivia
1: for Rosebud. Let's kick things off. I'll go first. I've only got three questions. How many have you got this week? Uh, I think three. three okay, or four. But you've already answered one of them. My first one was what's on a Big Mac. <laughs> that moment is just too great not to, to, to <laughs> yell out. Alrighty. So when is Burns's birthday?
0: Um, oh, yeah, so it was like the middle of the month. So was it 16th or 17th or something? 15th of September. Okay, my wife's the 16th. Nearly. Yep what priceless artifacts does Burns have?
1: Oh, the uh, Constitution with suckers in it. Yes. <laughs> Naked photo of Mark Twain. The only nude photo of Mark Twain. Yeah, yeah. And, Mark Twain? and there's something else I've got it written down, but I'm not going to look it up. King Arthur's Excalibur. Excalibur, that's it, that's yes. Right. Uh, which three presidents could be seen entering his birthday party? Uh, I th- e- th- Entering?
0: Yes, not, as the, in not, what, not, Jimmy not the ones that got kicked no. out. No, well. Oh, like there was Bill tra- Clinton. No, there's and- no, no it's not Clinton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clinton talks about knowing a good ice cream place when... When no, that they... was Jimmy Carter? No, it was Clinton. It was Carter. It was Clinton. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I know, I know that I'm right. Dude, he, it was Clinton. Come have a look. All right. You going to watch it with me?
0: He had a Clinton
1: voice. Come, come, it looks It's Jimmy Carter. you come, come watch it with me. I want to, you have to do this on the show. I can't believe I've actually got you this time. You haven't got me. <laughs> I have. I'm telling you. It's not fucking... Clinton wasn't even a president at that point. Sure he was. Was he 93? Yeah. I'm telling you. It's, it's, Jimmy, <laughs> it's Jimmy Carter. Because it says, they say no one-termers. But, but
0: at that point, Clinton would have only uh, had one. You watch.
1: You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to be wrong? Stop rustling shit in the background. I'm going to rustle louder if it turns out I am wrong. <laughs> Here we go. You ready? So there goes Crimby. There goes Reagan. Reagan Nixon. Nixon. All and, and pay. Bush. And you, you ready? That is Jimmy Carter. That
0: is Jimmy Carter. <laughs> God damn it. It's the teeth. <laughs> I just saw silver hair. <laughs> Yes Well that's
1: the answer To the question by the way I'm going home <laughs> What's your next question How many uh, channels Does Springfield have 70 something 78 78 uh, What did Marge
0: get For Mr Burns For his birthday Yes He, he hmm. sees a present And goes Ugh,
1: And throws it away And it cuts to Marge Being disappointed Yeah
0: no I didn't see What that was He goes Dustbuster
1: <laughs> Dustbuster <laughs> Such a Marge thing to yes. buy Yes And that is my questions For this week Do you have any more No I'm done
0: Facts are meaningless. You can use facts to prove anything that's even remotely true. Facts, Max.
1: Apparently, the Ramones were very thrilled to be on the show. Yeah, big fans. Yeah, Mikey called it one of the career highlights. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And to me, best music cameo in the history of The Simpsons. can you name a better one? This is better than Michael Jackson by far, in my opinion. Really? I reckon. Like like, music performance. Actually, in the whole episode, music performance. I mean. Performing like the This is better to Lisa, me it's your birthday I enjoy this more than that Happy birthday to you Is better than Lisa Is your birthday I the, the I reckon There's the whole part about Go to hell you old bastard I thought the Rolling Stones killed That whole sort of segment I okay. like that better Okay, That's to me I, But I like the remotes
0: Look I'm not I mean it's a subjective thing I'm not going to To say that that's wrong Or anything But no I, I would put Jackson yeah. Ahead of the remotes Can you think of any other Musical performances That come to the top of your head
1: that are musicians. Chili Peppers. Chili Peppers, yeah, that is a great one, but I prefer this Mrs. one. Mrs.
0: Krabappel, I really need my drumsticks. That's spinal. That's um, Aerosmith. Ah, oh, sorry, that was Aerosmith. Yeah. Well, which is, oh, which is also it. great. Them singing, yeah.
1: Hello, St. Louis. Yes, yeah. that's awesome. Springfield, anyway. Stephen. So, originally the backstory for Bobo included several much darker scenes, including one where he was involved in the assassination of
0: JFK. Mm-hmm. That would have been quite dark. Riding along in the back?
1: How, how would I have had the bear be involved?
0: I, I just imagine that, like... JFK would have had, him. had as a as a bear.
1: Yeah. And it fell out of the cut. That yeah. would've that's too dark for the Simpsons. Maybe that's how Bobo lost his eye. Let's not go there. <laughs> the ending of the episode was originally longer, but two segments were cut. The first saw Washington DC destroyed by invading Canadian K- Destroyed by invading Canadian troops Mm -hmm. Who found Bobo And the second featured the entire planet Being overrun by giant redwoods And spotted owls That second part just seems Absolutely bizarre to me
0: Well I presume it's like Way down in the future And humanity's gone So the environment's come back Like there's a little comment About how we've ruined the planet And they've taken back over Yeah Okay Because spotted owl I'm pretty sure is an endangered species
1: now, the original air date was October 21st, 1993. There was no chalkboard gag. It just went straight into it. The couch gag was that there was already a family of the Simpsons sitting mm-hmm. on the couch. Kicks off. I'll let you begin it because it's a Citizen Kane reference straight Sorry. away. Spotted owls are actually classified as near-threatened. Near-threatened. Not endangered. What about 1993? Were they
0: near-threatened then? Oh uh, Well, that...
1: Maybe they were threatened in Wikipedia then, doesn't tell me that. Yes. But anyway,
0: so what does it kick off with? Yeah, well, it kicks off with the opening of sort of Burns Manor. Um, so, you get the, the bee... Um, Oh wait, no. The bee of bones comes later. It's more the gates and even the score. The music, yeah. Yeah, the music that is very similar to the to the kind of vibe of the movie. Um, All the signs as well. I, I was gonna say as it's panning out, well, these aren't in it. But yeah, trespassers will be shot. Um, it, like just you you're know, in danger if you come here. Basically. You're in danger. Do not come. Free kittens. Inquire, Inquire within. With <laughs> then a
1: random Wizard of Oz reference with the guards. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. yeah. It just, again, just sells Burns
0: as being evil. Yes, but the... Shh! You know, what is the other thing that I loved about this? Not just, like, not just Smith is shushing him, but the fact that Burns' manor has, like, an old-timey saloon-style window that he can just pop his head out of the front door of. Yes! (laughs) It's it's such a ridiculous thing to have in this maximum security
1: ward. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I think of a door like that... I think of you've seen of Return of the Jedi, obviously. Uh, yeah. Do you know when C three PO and R two D two arrive at Jabba's palace, and a little eye thing comes uh, out the yeah, door? Yeah, yeah. Whenever
0: yeah. I see these things, I just immediately think of that. For me, I think of the film top, top, s- top Secret, which we currently have a copy of. Yes, sent, sir, I have not watched sent, it yet. Sent uh, over by uh, all the way, way of, Grigio, from right? New York. Um, they arrive at a potato farm, and they walk to the door, and there's that little opening. Is this a potato? Is this a potato farm? Yes, I'm Elbert Potato. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so burns that's is- also another one of those gags where sorry where the door is at eye height and then he opens like the door opens and he's about three foot tall
1: That's yeah. that's similar to what you get on like um is it airplane is that what it's called flying high flying high yeah 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 similar sort of side gags. yes so uh burns is dreaming what's he dreaming about he's having a nightmare isn't he uh essentially
0: yeah, yeah he is so he's dreaming about his youth basically um where where his youth went wrong yeah, it's the moment of lost innocence, and, and I like that, like, you know, that they call it out instantly. For well, what it is, yeah. I really like it, and I still use this word, by the way, like, these are, every now and then I go through these episodes and I find, when people ask me, what sort of quotes do you use in day-to-day life, I can never think of the answers, but one of them is mumsy, all like. Not yeah. always, not exclusively, but I very often call my I don't my think mother, I've ever used it, but I can see how yeah, hey, you would. Call her mumsy off the back of this episode quite a lot.
1: And uh, you probably didn't even realise it was from this. You probably mm. just, you've watched it so many times, it's uh, still in your head. No, I always knew it was, okay. it's just,
0: but I just never think
1: about it unless I'm doing it. I um, never realised how often The Simpsons too. by the way, you know how hey, they said they, they called it out for what it was. Mm. They did it more often than I realised, essentially just for the people who didn't quite get what they were going for, I guess.
0: Just to... Yeah, it's a little bit for the for those people, and then for the people that do understand it the, you, laugh it, the laugh is in is in explaining the joke.
1: Is that sort of similar to you think when you're watching a sitcom and you have the canned laughter to tell the audience this is what's funny,
0: or is it a different uh,
1: kind of, or is it for two different reasons? Sometimes,
0: look, well, another reason with having canned laughter in a sitcom is if it's filmed in front of a live audience, and there's five or six different takes, you, like it's hard to cut in between because you get five or six different bits of laugh. Coming from the crowd, so sometimes that's why they have canned laughter. And you'd imagine the crowd wouldn't be laughing after the fifth or sixth time because they know what the punchline is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I, so you can forgive, like Seinfeld, always generally had a live audience, but still had canned laughs. Yeah. Um, that that was a little bit of a diversion, anyway, that's <laughs> that I, or digression that I did not mean to go down. Um, I love, and it's like what everyone would do in that ultimate fantasy of. Burns' snap decision. Doesn't think about to it. To go, yeah. <laughs> Would you like to stay with us, your loving, caring family, or live with this old, cold billionaire? Just in the car. Let's roll. <laughs> let's roll. Is this the mother here that he leaves behind? Is that the mother that we get in Home of the Smithers,
1: or is it the, the rich billionaire oh, one? Yeah, you're pushing me to know that off the top of my head. I'm not sure. I don't think they ever tell you. I'm just gonna no. Let's just assume it's the rich, mean one. And his brother is who? George Burns. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, the sun shines bright on my old Kentucky home. Blah 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 bum, bum. bum, bum. Trust me, it'll be funny when I'm an old man. I remember this guy from The Muppets. He was on the yeah, episode okay. of The Muppets when I was a kid. And yep. I, I never got his humour as a kid. I was like, I yeah, don't get what he's doing. Yeah. But now I look back and I'm like, that's that guy. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's a great pullback shot too of Bobo in the snow globe. When he leaves it yeah. in the snow. Yep. And obviously, I'll let you continue. Another reference with the sn- smashing globe. Well,
0: yeah, as I mentioned. So, like, they have the almost shot-for-shot remake of the snow globe broken. But then as they pan around... They're just all over the floor, and he's just pulling them out, throwing them. Just, yeah. Just bah. And it says, never break. Yeah. <laughs> never break snow globes. Um, it reminded me, when I was watching this, by the way, of a great... One of my favourite ever Twitter hashtags that I think I saw was first draft movie lines. And as I mentioned before, Citizen Kane, the whole point of the movie is that he says the word Rosebud, and no one understands it. So, first draft movie lines was on his deathbed, my sled. <laughs> <laughs> That's good <laughs> See I get it now Because yeah, you explained it to exactly. me <laughs> Exactly
1: I read that 10 minutes earlier Wouldn't have made any no, sense No No <laughs> no idea No follow So Smithers comes in To find out what all the fuss is about Why he's yelling at Bobo Because I like here that It's that important to Burns And not even Smithers knows Yeah Because yeah, Smithers like, knows everything about it's it. It's, a it's a really Burns. deep secret Yeah, yeah. And there's really good animation Of him walking past The broken snow globe it's Yeah Similar to when Trios of Horror 3 When they're in the lab And they're making the home of Frankenstein Yep and they're walking in front of the was it Bunsen burners and things like that. Yeah, and Just like
0: the, um, what's the word? The, the jar things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> tubes, test tubes. <laughs> it's a tube. beakers, beakers. It's the be- no. Beep, I was, beep, beep. Uh, refraction of light. There yes. you go. That ah, was the yes. word that I was yeah. trying to come up with. I was searching back through physics. <laughs> and Smithers comes to help. Burns. Yeah, it's you. He's <laughs> <laughs> disappointed. Bed pans under the pillow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As so, a matter of fact. I, and then we get, as you mentioned, Burns is still trying to hide it. It's like, you know, sorry, you were screaming something about Bobo. It's like, no, no, I'm talking about Sheriff Lobo. They never should have cancelled that show. Another guy they use a lot in season
1: five so far, Burns making up things on the spot to talk yeah. his way out of things. Yeah. I never realised. Yeah. And I never realised how much the show must love, or the writers must love Sheriff Lobo. <laughs> cut to Homer. Lobo.
0: Lobo, bring back Sheriff Lobo. <laughs>
1: Having <laughs> I mean, a genuine nightmare about it. Screams, then realizes it's Mr. Burns' birthday, which is yeah. September fifteenth.
0: Now Hang I don't on. understand. Glossed over. It's your birthday's cap, your birthday's coming oh, up. Of so. course, yeah. Oh, I won't get I want. I won't get what I want. Mm, no one does. Now fans of our Patreon page know exactly <laughs> what happened to Mitch's birthday. Oh, our Facebook page as well. I think I posted on you, the Facebook. I think you did post it on the Facebook page as well, a rather horrendously <laughs> um uh, photoshopped version of you serenading me. That took me two hours out of a cake. No, <laughs> no it didn't. <laughs> So, uh,
1: Ber- uh, Homer's disappointed, or he's scared, because it's Mr. Burns' birthday, but is not Mr. Burns' birthday? Because I thought his party was on his birthday. Or is it meant to be the fact that it was his birthday then, and his party was held on a different day for his birthday?
0: I really didn't stop to think about it, to be perfectly honest. I thought too much about it, obviously. <laughs> But uh, as we've the man had a birthday, they had a party. What more do he need to know? Getting back, because it's the first
1: of this of two Marilyn Monroe references in this episode. The happy birthday, Mr. Smithers, obviously mm. a reference to Monroe singing to JFK, which was a reference to him having an affair. <laughs> you, know, have you seen the footage of his wife looking at him when she's singing it. It's no. amazing. She's just
0: she knew. <laughs> like, she of course, knew. she knew. <laughs> <laughs> the man was with a different woman every second night. You yeah. can't not know. I also noticed too. It was a very cool. Um, exterior shot
1: of the Simpsons, the The sun, like it looked really, really, they did a really good job yeah. of making it, it look like the sun was just coming up. Yep. Uh, they're at work and Homer has got uh, hangers stuck in his shirt. Coat
0: hangers that he's left in his clothes as he's gotten dressed. He's, so he's put the shirt on <laughs> with, yeah. a, with the coat, with a coat in. hanger in it. No one wants to help him though. I think I might have done that once in my life. With the coat hanger in? I'm pretty sure. I was young, but I remember that distinct feeling of discomfort. But how would you even get your head through the hole? Uh, I managed don't ask me how. Rip your head open. <laughs> I think it was a plastic coat hanging not a metal one. Yeah, yeah so. okay, yeah, yeah.
1: So obviously no one's helping Homer and it looks like he's getting heaps of laughs through mm. the screen yeah. and Mr Burns thinks he's a comedian. But yeah. Smithers tried to talk him out of it but nope. Yeah. Mr Burns wants him. I need that man to perform.
0: Well, does Smithers talk him out of it?
1: Yeah, no, No. No. he doesn't because he says like, I'll get him signed sign up for some Sinbad-esque Sin- material. Yeah, I was going to say. Do you want to talk about Sinbad? No. Do you know who Sinbad is? Yeah, he's a comedian. He's been but around for quite a while. The reason they he said Sinbad esque was because he's known for never swearing and being toned down. As oh, a okay. His shtick his, his was he wouldn't use foul language. Yeah. Very that's popular. That's not a shtick. There are a lot of comedians that don't use foul language. That's what I don't know. He was, he was just known for being family friendly, yeah, okay. basically. Do you know what movie I know him from? Mm. Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. It was like the... that movie's so bad. I never remember it being yes, so bad. Horrific. I went back and I said to Nicola, because I, I loved it as a kid. I said to Nicola, at Christmas time, we have to watch this. We're yeah. in like America. And I got halfway through and I was embarrassed for myself. I, was like, what?
0: I recommended this movie. We're on holidays. We're in the best city in the world. And I'm sitting here watching Jingle all the fucking way.
1: <laughs> it was so fucking bad. Anyway. So Homer's happy with how his routine's going. He's working on it in mm-hmm. the kitchen. I like here that Homer really embraced being a comedian. Like he wore the the jacket, gets the dinner jacket, yeah. and the golf club. <laughs> but but he he didn't understand it. It wasn't a roast. It was meant to be a stand up routine, not a roast, of Mr. Burns. Yeah. And imagine least can see the writing on the wall, but Homer just wasn't listening at yep. all. And Bart, just
0: ever the uh, incorrigible yes. kind of kid. You're a man, just- Homer. Yeah. <laughs> I like the uh the headline of you know Burns birthday credits long life to Satan. Pa- giving him a billion dollar <laughs> <Yeah>. check or <laughs> whatever it was. <laughs> Lisa actually believes though by the way that
1: his routine can go well if it was done properly. Mm. And then Homer reveals the joke about the ass.
0: Yeah. And as was like, well, this isn't going to go right yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't want to say Mr. Burns is incontinent. Yeah. Do you even know what that means? Lisa, don't spoil our fun. Don't <laughs> tell Lisa what it means? incontinent would mean that you've lost control of your bowels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Pretty much, yeah. That's not good at all. It's not the type of joke you want to be making for an old person at the birthday party. Well, yeah, it's
0: probably an appropriate one. Well,
1: it's probably true, yeah. but you just don't say it. <laughs> Homer's obviously then getting ready. And as we say, he's got a really, really cool outfit and he's got the incontinent joke. And when Lisa questions it, don't spoil our fun. It's as if Homer doesn't even know what it means either. It just sounds funny. Of course he doesn't. <laughs> but
0: that's, that's what I love. He's being called out. Yeah. Don't spoil our fun. I love Homer's hairdo here. Yes, just it looks has like a comedian. A, he has a little bit of gel in the hair, and you know he just it looks like
1: um the dry martini.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So I said get, I must get out of these wet clothes and into a dry martini. It looks like Homer in that. Yeah, similar. Yeah, just a more real life kind version of, of that. foppish Homer. Yeah, I've got here in my notes. He pays out Marge. Oh yeah, because he gives he hangs shit on Marge, and that's why I've got here. He, he's turned it into more of a roast as opposed to... Like, he's being a mean comedian yeah. instead of just making nice jokes yeah. or
0: funny jokes. Which is a great form... And when he said, like, it's an American institution or an American tradition form of comedy. Roasting. That is absolutely true. Roasting the, is, yeah. The comedy Central roasts are tremendous. There's I, a
1: new TV show coming out, the, best, the world's best roaster or something. Yeah, okay. And it's
0: just comedians roasting each other. Ash yeah. asked me what I wanted to do for my 30th, with his, which is next year, and quick as you like, I said, I want to be roasted. Like, I want... <laughs> Hire a venue, get three or four people, and just go to town. That, I think that would be a fantastic night. Well, I want this show to keep going, so I won't say anything. <laughs> my my <laughs> favourite, almost my favourite ever joke uh, came from a roast. And At it was, your own expense? Or no, no. Okay. Was, uh, Bob Barker. Um Bob Barker For Bob Barker or I didn't mean to say that Bob Saget Sorry Bob Saget wrong, bitch. No, Bob Saget um, re- Talking to someone Talking about how He's got um, This is a visual gag It doesn't really work On the podcast But um, Go with it Yeah <laughs> it was, uh, Guy's got a really big cock It's uh, it's this big And puts one hand To the front of his mouth And one hand To the back of his head <laughs> Hilarious
1: <laughs> <laughs> So getting back To the episode Mr. Burns' party We've already mentioned The three presidents Who walked in mm-hmm. The no one termers yeah, it wasn't ice cream, it was a yogurt place, apparently. That's what I got in my notes. So oh, yeah, I know
0: hang- it. I know a good yogurt place. Yeah,
1: hanging shit on Jimmy Carter once again. Now the slideshow here, this is the second Marilyn Monroe reference. Mr. Burns A Life. It's him with the dress on, the wind yeah. blowing it up. Yep. Uh what else have we got? The face pasted over Ali. That was my favourite one. <laughs> and uh then it gets it ends with Bobo. Yeah. And is this the moment Smithers realizes?
0: I think so. Because he sort of Because he sees the reaction.
1: And he goes, Oh, like yeah. that he's included without realising it. Burns is visibly upset. Uh, Smithers then intros the Ramones.
0: <laughs> there are several fine young men who I'm sure are gonna go far. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ramones. Hey, ah, these minstrels will soothe my jangled nerves.
1: I'd just like to say this gig sucks. Hey, up your Springfield.
0: One, two, three, four. Happy birthday
1: to you, you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday, Happy birthday
0: to you! Go to hell, you old bastard. Hey, I think they liked us. Have the Rolling Stones killed? Oh, sir, those aren't... Do as I see! Very similar guitar intro to Gl- Blitzkrieg Bop. Like, that was yeah. kind of what I was thinking of. That said, I bought a Ramones album off the back of Blitzkrieg Bop. I, I enjoyed that, so I was like, oh, I'll get the Ramones CD. And... That CD is very much one of those ones where if you're just skipping and listening to the first 10 seconds of each song, it's the same thing. (laughs) Bit on the Brat's a bit different. (laughs) Alright. I'm not going to get into an argument about the Ramones back catalogue because I don't know
1: enough. I do like the Ramones. They're great. I remember when this episode was on TV, when they said, go to hell, you old bastard. Mm. Mum was just like, Mum was just, <laughs> Mom was like It's just disgraceful Such, like, such a terrible influence oh, On the children Now you know why Dan, I I Put, put down that knife <laughs>
0: Exactly Now you know why You wouldn't
1: watch it For the first eight years Of your life Anyway So after that
0: It is as you said Great joke off the back of it though Have the Rolling Stones killed But sir I said do it <laughs> Burns is then very disappointed with the
1: presents he's getting. Mm. You got a fucking unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Not happy. N- nothing's going to make him happy. He's, he wants his bare bobo, basically. Not, unless he gets his bare bobo, he will never be satisfied. Mm-hmm. He gets a dustbuster
0: from Marge, drives it away. Even oh, Australia gets its first reference on The Simpsons. Yeah, holding. You know, I, I arrange for the people of Australia to hold hands and hold candles that spell out your name. If you could just turn your head towards the mana. Bah! No time. No time. <laughs> How great is that? Smithers
1: <laughs> then announces, "Oh, this is the best. The, the setup for Homer coming out to do it." A- oh, I'd forgotten all so about this.
0: I. This is so good. As Poor any, dog. As anyone that would know anything about entertainment knows, but yeah, just um, <laughs> was a- yeah, I'm terribly, you know, sad, uh, terribly sorry to say that there was. We just got news that a, a young puppy has been killed in the parking lot. No, no, uh, a dog, not unlike Lassie. That's right. <laughs> has been killed. In the par- has been run over in the parking lot. Anyway, now's the now time for the comedy stylings of Homer Simpson. <laughs> Are you ready to laugh? Oh, that poor dog. <laughs> Quiet, you awful, awful man. man. <laughs> so good.
1: <laughs> that poor dog. <laughs> That's exactly what we'd be like though, wouldn't we? As in us in the audience? If someone had just announced it, oh, we'd yeah. be like, oh, the poor dog. We yeah. Wouldn't be thinking about the performer? Uh, so, Homer's just giving his performance and it's going absolutely terribly. Like, it's just, it's so awkward. Hmm. I've, I've mentioned numerous times on the podcast when we, you know, that like comedy lounge and never go on a Wednesday or Tuesday night because they have like the new starts. Yeah, oh, the comics Lounge in North Melbourne in Melbourne. Yeah. Once they get lost, they they're lost. Di- yeah. Yeah, what well, look, look it's
0: a hard it's a oh, hard I, thing I, to I'm not paying do, them out, yeah. but I can't be in the room when they're doing it that. It is hard to watch. Yeah. Oh. The best way that I've ever heard it described, Ed Cavalier described a like a bad bad comics when they don't know that they're bad is a lot like someone jumping into the ocean and just swimming off towards the horizon. Like <laughs> That's exactly. Like, it. Don't worry, I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> And you're just left on the beach going, oh, I can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a perfect analogy. I watched a Stuart Lee video. Um, if you can find... Uh, it's on YouTube. I think it was Stuart Lee destroys a heckler. Stuart Lee takes down a heckler or whatever it might be. It's one of the greatest responses to a heckle of all time. You don't really hear too much about what the heckle is. But Stuart just spends the next four minutes apologising for his own act. Like, rather than being all, like, you know... All, yeah like why don't you just save your mouth you're gonna need that for your boyfriend later on tonight fucking he's just he stopped he's like look i'm sorry you feel that way he's like look i've i've been in your position before you know i've paid for things and i thought it was gonna be better i'm sorry but i can't come up with a new act now this is it this is what i do (laughs) what do people do just laugh pissing themselves laughing i'll show you it's fucking great (laughs) i'll check it out so basically homer
1: knows that things aren't going well so what does he do he thinks he's pulling he out. Pulls all the out stops, the big guns. The, the, the big guns. I'm <laughs> uh,
0: Mr. Burns. Blah, yeah, blah, blah blah blah. Do this. Do that. <laughs> I
1: think I'm so big. Blah blah blah. And Mr. Burns destroy him. Let <laughs> <Yes.
0: laughs> him get off stage. Destroy him. <laughs> yeah. You feel like there will be nothing left of Homer by the time those guards are done. <laughs> and then this party
1: is over, and the guards surround the guests. Now, on Australian television, mm-hmm. this next shot was cut out of. The crowd getting the shit kicked out of it. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I always remember because I had it taped on TV. The first time I bought the DVDs, yeah, right. my mind was blown. There's mm. about three or four scenes in this episode that were always cut out. Barney with a gun? I don't remember that. That, yep. Barney yeah. with a gun. And Homer with the box with Maggie. Oh,
0: okay. When he's playing with Maggie and then when he has it in the bed. That one might have just been cut for time. Yeah, I like think That's, so too. that's yeah. obviously yeah, not yeah, an think- offensive joke. That might have just been... Commercial TV, they try to pare back some scenes so they can get more ads in. But that, that gun one with Barney, that, I don't remember that yeah, at no, all. I, that was like, I, I swear, the first time I've ever seen that clip.
1: And its I thought it was a bit much as well. I didn't think it needed to even be there. I didn't mind it.
0: Eh. Right off the... Like, two seconds after the town finds out that beer is being held... He's already shaking. He's already in withdrawal and he's already at the door with a, re- with a fucking revolver. Like, I'd, how quickly has Barney reacted yeah. to not being able to have beer?
1: But I don't think it was handled as good as it... I thought it could have been funnier. It could have made it... It was just... I don't know, he slammed the door and then he accidentally shot somebody. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, it was funnier when, uh, it's, um, when they build Flanders' house and he slams the door on him. Oh, my nose! Yeah. No, that, that, that was funny. Anyway, so the party's over and... Homer... At uh, home Rubbing his head was like,
0: Where did I lose him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand
1: I don't know I don't get it <laughs> I'll never wiggle my bare button Public again I, it, I'd like to believe that this time
0: I really would I really would I
1: think this was stock footage By the way Different audio Oh really? But it just looked I didn't old. pick
0: up on it But it's great delivery from Lisa She's so jaded
1: Yes <laughs> And then Marge sends Bart To get ice cream Or no, just get a bag of ice For mm. Homer's bump and uh, he's basically being the bad influence again. Homer, yeah. don't deny the world, your fat can. Yeah. Straight away. I'm saving it for Aunt Patty's or Aunt Sam's birthday. Lisa, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa doesn't appear in this episode very much. No, she's not in there a huge amount. She's not in season five very much so far, is So she? far, no. <laughs> she has her moments. She's they, just a I'm big sure. character. It's, it's, you know what's happening? It's becoming the Homer show now, isn't it? Cape Fear was so mostly Bart. Yeah, like, I mean, the But first... Homer still plays a big role in Cape Fear. Yeah. Well, Homer goes to college, mm. Homer's barbershop court yeah. yeah, it's a it's a very strong Homer focus early. Yep, yep. So Burns and Smithers then are then going through Mr. Burns' vaults, and Smithers is virtually trying to show him, look at all the things look you've got. Look at all got. the things you've got, yeah. He's, he's like, no, I want my bare bobo. So yeah. he's got the, the King Arthur's King Excalibur. King Arthur's Excalibur, nude the Mark...
0: constitution, and the nude Mark Twain.
1: Yes. Uh, Smithers then questions, like, you want your bare bobo, don't you? Mm. Another reference, thrashing of a lifetime. The exact yeah. words used again, Yeah. and just terribly weak. And then he wonders what would have happened Bobo yeah. after he left him behind. And you
0: get this beautiful little fla- um, flashback. And yes. I loved Bobo through the seasons before the before the snow melts and turns into a river and he eventually gets washed away. That was a nice little kind of um, time lapse, I suppose. You, yep. uh, you would call it a time lapse? I
1: learned something here. I did some research I didn't know who Charles Lindbergh was. Oh, I didn't was. know Charles Lindbergh. No, I didn't know who he was. You never yeah. heard of the Lindbergh,
0: uh, Lindbergh baby? It's like one of the most famous um, crime cases of all time. I have heard of it, but I wouldn't know yeah. what it was. Okay, well, Charles Lindbergh, who. First uh, person to make the flight to, from America to Europe. Exactly right. Yep, I know this now. <laughs> yeah. Um, his kid was kidnapped and ultimately killed. It was one of the um, really famous cases that J. A. Hoover was sort of working on in his early days at the Bureau. When he was in Europe, or just no, in America. America. Okay. Like so, yeah. You know,
1: some years later. Okay, so like, was nothing to do with his trip or nothing? No. Okay, so we basically,
0: yeah. So he he was the first person to make the transatlantic flight. Mm-hmm. Then both. Tosses it out of the plane as he lands, picked up by Hitler. Yes, and then blamed for the
1: blamed for his downfall. demise. Mm. Did you notice when they were transitioning down? Did you see what was on the second level above his bunker? Uh, it was the n- results of a suicide.
0: What are, the results of a suicide. It was a
1: person laying on the ground with a gun in their hand and the head shot with blood coming out of it. Good lord, I couldn't believe it. No, I missed that. I, I free framed. I was like, this episode's crazy. You got Barney with the gun. You got people getting the shit kicked out of him and then you got this guy who just killed himself. Well, World War II was messy. Yes, it was. And then what happens after that? Where does Hitler throw it to? Uh,
0: where does he throw it to? It ends up at the North Pole from there. In 1957, somehow. Um, like a plane or something? That just it gets could... dug up in ice in 1993. Actually, I did write down here, is Bobo Captain America? <laughs> because they've pretty much had the exact same, you know, they they fought they fought Hitler in World War II, and then they ended up in the ice in the North Pole, and yep. then they come out some years later in a world they don't understand anymore. <laughs> okay. And the ones that they used to love are now old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we just dug up in 1993, present time when this episode came out, and the reaction to Apu.
0: You've got to start selling this for more than a dollar a bag. We lost four more men on this expedition. If you can think of a better way to get ice, I'd like to hit it. Yeah, you
1: got me. Bart then gets the bag and realizes there's a head in it. Mm. A poo, as always, charges him more. Yes, trying chuck full of heady goodness. What I thought was silly though, that Bart waited all the way to get home before he opened it. The Bart character would have opened that bag if there's a head in it. Then he's still got to get the ice home, surely. I know, but he, he wouldn't. He, he would have opened it anyway. He got he got home and he opened it. He realized it's a teddy bear, and because it's diseased or something, gives it to Maggie. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was great. And then. A funny shot of the name tags, wasn't it? Uh, like, really yeah, well done. The
0: camera looking for the dramatic reveal. Yes, like, bum bum bum, hundred <laughs> percent cotton. And then the camera quickly scanning around the rest of the bag. Looking for it. Yeah, like you hear the um, they get that the yeah the scratch yeah. sound effect of the sort of old vinyl being pulled, the needle being pulled off the vinyl. Um, I'm down with how music used to be played. Yeah, um, and then yeah, back to Pff, Bobo. Well, it was funny you mentioned that at work today. The guy was playing vinyl. And it was after like thirty minutes or twenty. I minutes. Came home, I came here yesterday, and you were playing the ET soundtrack on vinyl. What's wrong with that? Well, nothing was wrong with it, but it just it was it was a very quaint thing to be doing on a Tuesday, <laughs> or Monday. <laughs> I like. It. It,
1: sun- it was Sunday.
0: What day is it? Uh, th- today's today's Tuesday. I it, okay, so it was two days ago. I like the ET soundtrack. I like to put the records out sometimes. Yeah, yeah that's so- fine. Something about the crackles. Not fan. judging. <laughs> you were judging. <laughs> I wasn't. I was just. Wanted you to know that I noticed. Yes, okay. Well, I appreciate
1: it. I even had it displayed, so you knew what it was playing, mm. the, the cover. But anyway... That's true. You were like a record <laughs> store trying <laughs> to sell it. <laughs> exactly.
0: You're like John Cusack in High Fidelity. <laughs> Watch me sell five copies of the soundtrack. <laughs> What's that? It's E.T. It's really good. I know. <laughs> Come back from commercial, and Smithers walks into
1: Mr. Burns's. What is this room? Just his rumpus room, I guess, where he sits in front of his fire? Yeah, I suppose. Just his lounge? Hmm. It's where, never, he's, uh, it's where he has these business meetings. Never been well off enough to have one. Exactly. So. This is my rumpus room, <laughs> the closest thing I've got mm. to it. Uh, he's dressed up as or a bear, but he's referencing it as Bobo. Yeah, bit of a dirty line here. The tug at my
0: fur. D- yeah, tug at my fur. More dirty in the way it's delivered than what the actual yeah, yeah, wording yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But that, that bear costume does look a little bit like the bear stroke lion costume from The Shining. That real random scene where there's yeah. just like a dude about to be filleted. Yeah, that's never spoken of. <laughs> it's just he's walking down the halls. There's these faces there, and then it's just one of those like, "The fuck did I just see?" Burns I uh, just straight
1: up refuses. Nut, nah, doesn't want a bar of it. He wants his real bad Bobo. Mm-hmm. But leave the costume. Leave the costume.
0: <laughs> so weird. I was watching a really great. Sorry. Massive diversion, but I was watching a really great show about different sex fetishes the other day, okay. and there were a couple that were, you know, body morph suits? Yeah. Their thing was like wearing those 24-7. 24-7? Yeah, like they'd be walking down the street wearing body morph suits and saying it was really liberating because you were effectively naked, but you're also fully clothed. That is weird. Mm. Yeah, bizarre. I can see how... No, I'd do it as long as I could get like a Spider-Man one. Yeah, you've got to get a, a theme. You get a pair of morph suits. I'd wear the shit out She of had like leopard print ones and all sorts of fashion accessories. I've seen people wearing morph suits in town before. Usually
1: it's like a bucks night or something, yeah. not just casually. Yeah,
0: no, these guys just day in, day out. They'd, meet, they'd catch up for
1: coffee with their friends. You know what I'm glad? The phase of wearing onesies to the supermarket and shit
0: is gone. Ah, uh, yes. I've spoken before to my friends, not on this podcast, about the fact that I got a Superman onesie about two years before onesies were everywhere. And I had to, I spent eight months trying to track something down like this. Uh, And then, you know, a short time later, everyone was buying them and I felt like no one had earned them. And it really pissed me off, the onesie phase.
1: Similar to your story about uh, basketball.
0: Yes, very similar (laughs) to basketball. Fuck you all. I am like, I I don't want to be all, I was into onesies before they were cool, but I fucking was. And I demand some credit for it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: Messages mailbag or fourfigurediscount dot today. Give him some credit. And the other thing, it's not like I just
0: woke up one day and went, "Oh, I want a onesie." I'd spent years thinking it'd be awesome if you could get onesies. Like, where do you find a onesie? And then as I grew up and the internet got better, ultimately my chances were only got better and better to find them. But it still took time. <laughs> Couldn't just pop down to fucking the reject shop and have my choice of eight different ones.
1: Great thing about this podcast now is I just prod you. <laughs> <laughs> Realize how bitter I am about so
0: many petty things. In Old life. man Grinter won't you know, throw the, the other, frisbee back. You know, the other thing: why do they not make Toy Story Duna covers in king size? Like what the hell? What, yeah, that is true. What? what? Because I'm an adult, I don't want to have toy like I don't want to have Buzz and Woody on my or bed anymore. People who liked the movie are now adults. Yeah, I'd buy one. Just a little thing. If anyone out there is like into quilt making or something, fucking get some Pixar shit. What would you
1: do if one of our listeners knitted you
0: one? <laughs> I'd wear it into town.
1: <laughs> Getting back to the episode. That was a diversion, by the way. Sorry. Well, I, I warned <laughs> you. That's fine. Millhouse is missing, but Smithers doesn't care, as I said. He's putting the Bobo photos over the top. Now, this would have been funnier if this had happened, this scene, after Lisa's rival. After the, I don't care. And mm. Milhouse gets knocked off the water. Yeah. Millhouse being missing would have been a funnier gag after yeah. this. But anyway. So,
0: Brockman then reports on Bobo. Yep. And... I love the stupidity of Homer. Yeah. Like the, the absolute denseness. Brock like, it could be right in front of you. It could be being waved around, held up by a loved one. You could be looking at it right now. Maggie, I'm trying to watch TV. Yes. <laughs> Put that old, what is it? Put that mouldy old moldy thing Mouldy old. Mouldy? Old?
1: I'm getting something to eat. Great bait and switch, yep. isn't it? <laughs> Cut to Frink and he's created a robot bear. But things don't go as planned. Nope. Frink's inventions I've got here, just they just never work. He's the worst professor no. in the history of mankind.
0: This is one of those ones where when they go back and revisit it, the, the deleted scene is the better one. Robot Gene Simmons.
1: That's not this one. Oh,
0: sorry, not Gene Simmons. Robot- uh, Oh, I, you're thinking of Burns Air. I was thinking Burns Air. My bad. Well, I'll, it happens at the same location. I will say that Robot Richard Simmons is a funnier robot than Yeah.
1: That. I just love Smithers' just tenacity of, Oh, I've got it. I've got it. He gets the chair. <laughs> breaks it. Nothing. Oh, the chair. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: When the, I, I just had Jerry the King- Lawler. Yeah. In back my- oh my God. <laughs> oh, JR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, JR. That's right, I knew what you meant.
1: <laughs> As God is my witness. <laughs> <laughs> he has broken in half. He's broken it. So somebody end the damn match. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, back home, and I've got here, all the things that happen, it's like watching a live mousetrap, like the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Everybody. things falling yeah. over and rolling down, and Homer, it was a bit cartoony how Homer, um... Stayed in the air for a bit before mm-hmm. he dropped down on top of his head. I thought it was a little bit cartoony, but it, it was funny. Kind of added to the symphony of the moment, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. The music's great though. Now, is yeah. this
0: a reference to anything? Oh, not that I picked up on, because it just
1: seems like the I don't know. It must have been a scene in a movie where something is yeah it could, found it with it that could music be. playing. in the Or background. they just
0: wanted to show, like you know, draw all have. the attention to it. Either way, it was beautifully done art. Like the the art in this scene is really really nice. I like
1: who I like here too. How they pointed out the fish tank. How long have we had Had those those fish? fish. Cause they never had fish tank. (laughs) Then you realise they've got the bear. Marge here has the best line this entire scene.
0: (laughs) How great is it? I'm sure he'll offer us a fair reward. Then we'll make him double it.
1: (laughs) How good is that? I forgot about that. It made me laugh out loud. Came from nowhere. Then we'll make him double it. (laughs) That's fucking perfect. But anyway, getting before that. So Homer says that he wants to, you know, the the recording studio, the Big Mac. We already talked about that. That's amazing. That's my favourite moment. Yeah.
0: Well, Burns isn't getting this back, Cheap, I can tell you that. He's going to have to give me my own recording studio. <laughs> Do all beef fairly special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, onions, sesame seed bun. Homer, you're drooling on the mic again.
1: Lisa says we should just give it back for free, and Bart and Homer just laugh. Yeah. And Bart says, "We'll send him an eye in the mail. <laughs> He'll send him more if he thinks the bear's in danger. Normally, this is where Marge would be yeah. the voice of reason. Yeah. You
0: know? I'm sure he'll offer us a fair reward. And then we'll make him double it.
1: Huh? Hmm?
0: Well, why can't I be greedy once in a while?
1: Homer then takes the bear to Mr. Burns. And Mr. Burns is being very cheap, isn't he? Hmm. Saying so he's strapped for cash. He's strapped for cash. As you can see, the place is practically falling apart. <laughs> the treasure falls down. And the, <laughs> the, the crown, crown on his head. <laughs> Tilted slightly. Askew. That's yeah. <laughs> very good. Burns again with improv. The... As you can see I'm stra- uh, strapped to cash the place is falling apart yeah. he's talking his way out of trouble Yeah Um Homer would re- <laughs> reject the first offer reject the first <laughs> Could offer Could have been a million dollars you Can I get listen. you a drink
0: Sorry Burns no deal yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even listen Oh this is I loved this audio joke Yes the crack uh, Yeah like Burns like he'll crack Cut to Homer on the couch and a literal I got to call Burns yeah he cracks <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can still get that drink I know right
1: <laughs> Uh but stops him And he agrees, but then, straight back into it again, the whole family Mm. try to stop him. Yeah. This is where Burns and Smithers arrive at the door. Yeah. And Homer wants a million dollars and three Hawaiian islands. Done. I know, right? (laughs) Give me the bear. I've got here... If this was my kid, they ain't keeping that bear. A million (laughs) dollars
0: and three Hawaiian islands. Yeah, the kid will get over it. No fucking kid is worth that. (laughs) She hasn't had it that long. I know, right? If it was her lifelong bear, like if she'd got it at birth, and it had always been her toy... I'd have a little bit of a harder time.
1: That was the only sort of unbelievable but, aspect of this story yeah. was that
0: she got the bear yesterday. Yeah, she's a baby. Put some rum in her bottle, send her to sleep, and she'll wake up and never know that
1: the bear existed. Exactly. A million. It just seemed if they had not made the million dollar three Hawaiian Island jokes, mm. it wouldn't have mattered so much. But they literally turned that offer down for yeah. a fucking bear. Anyway, Marge is then concerned, and she can see that Maggie's upset. So then Homer chooses Maggie over Mister Burns, which mm. was nice. But it's a nice moment. But but silly to an extent. Like it's, it's unrealistic. But it is nice of Homer to, to do that. Uh, Burns then leaves and Smithers is irate. It's alright, we don't need his money. Grandpa, straight through the window. <laughs> just, no reference to it later in the episode. Sorry,
0: I hit three people on the way over here and I don't have insurance.
1: Come back from commercial and Smithers and Burns get into like Mission Impossible mode. Yes. This, I'll let you explain this one, it's I'd forgot. I'd actually forgotten about the first one. The Flanders one? Yeah, the Flanders
0: being gassed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but the, it's just a great visual gag of... You think you're going to get across straight to the it's middle? Just I mean, drooping there. down.
0: <laughs> it's it's exactly just, what would happen? And how long are they there for? I know. And not only are they there, they're freezing. Like that, it's obviously been a cold night. Like, more cocoa, Mr. Burns? Yes. <laughs> What's great Even is that the fact that he's there to break into your home, and, and you've still him. just gone. Oh, the poor old man.
1: <laughs> you know why he's there? The next part's better though.
0: Yeah. Such <laughs> cups on the roof of the kitchen. Foiled only by Homer and his appetite. How did Swartzwelder come up with this? I don't know, but bless the man for doing <laughs> it. Mmm, sixty-four slices of American cheese. Sixty-four.
1: Sixty-three. Two. One. Have you oh. been up all night eating cheese? I think I'm blind.
0: <laughs> <gasps> what? Good day to you. Just, <laughs> the fact that you stay up all night eating cheese, normally he would get a denial or something, like yeah. that's what you're expecting. <laughs> I think I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Fall out. Good day. Good day. <laughs>
1: Good day. Yes. Oh, so great. This episode is fucking seriously so much better than mm. I remembered it being. So we cut to the power plant. And it's just random workers who we've never seen before. Just wanting to... Get, get at the, the sweets. The sweets. No, no, not quite that part. No, it's where they want to see the guy who turned in a million dollars. Oh, yeah, sorry, that bit. Calling yeah, so it so home so for being an idiot, basically. Yeah. But then Homer is forced to do much, much worse, worse duties. Yeah. They're spinning the donut. What, what do you call these machines? Uh. The donut showcase? Donut case? Rotiss- rotisserie? I don't know, rotisserie is like Everyone a, knows what we mean, yeah. but it's, it's a great gag. I wonder what makes it spin. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> I was getting whipped. After lunch, can I whip you? No. And then it cuts to Home Maggie with the Box, which was cut out of Australian television, obviously for time, because it doesn't really... Oh,
0: presumably. Yeah. Like It'd just be... Yeah. It, it probably wasn't cut every it adds, time. It it's actually adds nothing to the story. Whichever one you had taped, they went, well, we'll get rid of that gag and we can get in one more ad about Neighbours. Yeah. It's just, it adds nothing to the story. It's just Homer trying to get the bear off Maggie, basically.
1: Mm. Homer, uh, Marge is I then proud... love
0: that Homer is taken by the box.
1: Yes, yeah. it is funny. Yeah. Give her the box. No, it's mine. My box. <laughs> mine. Marge is then proud of Homer for sticking up for Maggie to Mr. Mm. Burns, which I've got here is just ridiculous. But anyway, like, as if you would allow your partner to turn down a million dollars in three islands. Uh, no, as a woman, you're going to go, that he loves his daughter and that's nice. So, <laughs> if someone said to you, we'll give you three... Islands and a million dollars Would let you have that dog toy You would And your dog's like uh, uh, You would not let You'd make your dog keep it I'd think long and hard about it <laughs> I wouldn't think hard about it That dog would be having no
0: toy That's for sure you can't take Pumper away from Jet <laughs> Dando
1: Just buy another one for five dollars You
0: wouldn't even remember You don't worry Jet I'll protect your <laughs> toys Homer is Look then... at how distressed he is He can't even look you in the eyes <laughs> He's a sleeping dog Home is then watching Barney. On God, TV. I hated that dinosaur when I was a kid. I loved it. Uh, every Saturday morning, it was on me. I loved could it. Could not stand that. Yeah, nah. I, I haven't stand the, it. the most fucking mundane songs in the world. The, what are he singing on the Simpsons? That two plus two is four is not very far away from what he actually used to sing. Direct quote: <laughs> "I love you, you love me, we're a happy family." Fuck off did with he that. Sing that? Uh, yeah.
1: I love. That's right. Used to end every episode, did not yeah. it?
0: Even as a. Ten-year-old or whatever it was, I was old enough to know that that was real bass rhyming scheme, and that I would not have it in my house.
1: The reason I lied to is because I knew when that was. If I was watching Barney, it meant that I would, was I hadn't missed the show that would follow it, which
0: was the Magic School Bus, which yeah, I loved. The Magic as well. School Bus. I like the books. I um on the subject of children's entertainment, and this is a really quick divert uh, digression. Um, <laughs> I was using like you know how with Google and that sort of stuff, you can use voice activation and voice assistant. I had that go awry on me the other day, so I asked it to play The Best of the Whitlams. I can't tell you what band I got, but I'll tell you that the song that I heard was... Hot potato, hot potato. That's great. It's better. <laughs> it's <was> hilarious. <laughs> Fruit salad.
1: Yummy, yummy. Man, don't shit on the wheels, man. They're amazing. I wasn't <laughs> shitting on them. <laughs> I also
0: wasn't expecting them. I wanted the kind of melancholy. Hot potato,
1: hot potato.
0: Oh. I, I wanted melancholy and lament and Charlie, you're not my Charlie anymore. You're screwing it up. That's the dinosaur. And instead, yeah, I get D O R O T H Y. <laughs> anyway. Big red chugga chugga. That's all I know about <laughs> children's entertainment, and it happened on the weekend. <laughs>
1: So uh Mr. Burns then takes over the TV. I love Patty's reaction here. Holy crap It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how everyone would react, yeah. basically. Burns has diverted all the beer trucks. Now that's super villain esque. Yeah. The music kicks in, he's yeah. just like, you are not getting Homer, anything. Give him the bear. Is Barney at the door with the gun. Homer slams the door on him. Sh- I think he shoots
0: somebody, doesn't he? Is there a scream? Oh, well, I don't think he actually shoots someone because the- you hear a bullet. And like Uh, a ricochet. I I think it's just a scream at the fact that a gun's been fired. Okay, and the police arrive.
1: Uh, Bullies are then picking on Bart, and they forget what they've been picking on him because Martin rocks up with the first the first Snapdragon of of the season. season. Burns and Smithers. Oh, this is just one of the most iconic moments in the history of the show.
0: Smithers, I'm home. (laughs) What already? (laughs) Yes.
1: I don't know why that's so funny, but it just is. It just is, yeah. Like I,
0: It can't really be
1: defined. How many and shows can get, we should. can get one word and make it so iconic? Uh, it's pretty difficult. Just, yes. Like, it's just... How does it get better than that? It's fucking so yeah, good. And what I, I don't understand is, how is it not a yes shirt? Mr. Burns' mm. face with yes on it. Fox, sort your shit out. <laughs> Everyone would want that shirt. Everybody would want that shirt. It's funny how... Lisa's watching, he's like, is it just me or is TV getting worse? Yeah, it's about the same. What
0: were we just watching? Uh, Two Broke Girls. Uh, well, T- not TV watching. has got worse. Yeah, let's <laughs> not say that we were watching Two Broke Girls. Two Broke Girls was on. Analyzing. And I was shitting all over it with everything that happened. I just, I just don't understand. F- what? You told me there's five seasons. Let me just double check. I'm pretty sure it's five no, seasons. Don't, don't search it because once it gets into your history,
1: <laughs> you won't get it out. <laughs> Two Broke Girls. Did it say is or was? Is, 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 is. Is an American show. Alrighty, so I'm clicking onto it. Two Broke Girls. Oh, man. This show is still going. Six seasons. Fuck off. Six seasons of that show.
0: Can you believe it?
1: All the people who watch Two Broke Girls are SOBs. <laughs> it's all just falling apart. But, but like we were saying earlier, it's just hilarious that Mr. Burns is actually making quality television. Mm. He's trying to make shit television, but it's great. Homer... <laughs> Watch out, Smithers! Smash. Like it's just Homer's just bought into it. He's just he's accepted the fact that this is what it is now. Yeah. But the mob aren't happy at all, are they? No. They all come to the Smithers uh, to the Simpsons house um to take Bobo. They just snatch it from Maggie and then they instantly regret it. They're so Once fickle, they the Simpsons yeah. mobs, aren't yeah. they?
0: It's the whole town.
1: It's like, oh geez, what have we become? We've given the word mob a bad name. And then they go and say, Hey, at the hospital. let's
0: all go sing at the hospital. <laughs> then we get back
1: and this next scene. Is really really well written. I'll let you elaborate.
0: Yeah, it's it's good. Like, <laughs> first of all, Smithers begs for the bear. Look what you've yeah. Look me to. what you've reduced me to. Please, please, please. Yeah. No, what the like? It's not my. I, I like Homer. It's not my bear to give. It's Maggie's. So he goes out and talks to her. Burns talking to Maggie is how I am talking to babies, like that. So good sand today. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that, like the paparazzi in the background and the whole thing and the, this. It really does just break burns down to a human level. This scene, in and oh, he, a he really, willingly put really the pacifier in his way. mouth. Yeah, like he does. You know, this is a guy that has Smithers put down a hanky for every public toilet. Oh, sorry, public toilet for every. He probably does that too. But yeah. for every public seat that he wants to sit on, and here he is. Yeah, taking a, a pacifier, and it's just a nice moment of togetherness and a shared love of the bear. Like he sees in Maggie that she loves it as much as he did, and just goes, "All right, well." At the very least, it's not about him wanting to give Maggie the bear. It's about him wanting the bear to have a good life. Yes, that's. I think that's kind of where the crux of it is that makes it feel real, and it's just very awesome. It's similar to Marge gets a job, yeah,
1: where he he's just accepted that Marge is with Homer. He gives up Marge tra- for just, Marge, but yes, not for Homer. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Then we get the ending. Is it a happy ending or a sad ending?
0: It's an ending. That's <laughs> enough.
1: And the the ending that they've actually got here, I've got is. Really weird and ridiculous.
0: Like the Planet future of the Planet of the Apes, yeah, yeah.
1: But I felt like the episode needed something because you couldn't just end it the way they ended it.
0: Yeah, the little post script does give it some, it had some to end, comedic impetus. Because the episode the was so final.
1: great. You couldn't just end it with, oh, okay, well, he got the bear back and the Simpsons got nothing. It just, it was, it was, needed yeah. something. There was no punchline. But, the, yeah, the it, is it a reference to Planet of the Apes? Like, what is it? Yeah, like, yeah well, apes are in
0: charge, yeah. whipping humans. And, that,
1: and that's it? Like The, the whole yeah. robot burns and stuff, I don't get it.
0: Well, there's nothing to get. It just is. It's just meant to be a silly clip. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, overall, a fantastic episode that you have to get it and watch if you haven't seen it in a few years. Yes. Rosebud's
0: amazing. What did we learn,
1: Palmer? So, what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Uh,
0: I learned that two people and uh, a positive attitude is more than enough to make a successful television show.
1: That is correct. I learned that we wanted to spare a thought for the guy who makes the donut machine spin around.
0: Yeah. That's... Very it's Working tr- hard, that man. I I certainly keep in front of mind when I try to buy as many of them as possible to lighten the load. Demiel, Demiel is here. Ooh, we got. I, I didn't tell you about this one before we started the episode, but we got. I'm going to just let you respond to this live. This came in from Dylan Haggett. Um. So, he finds it a bit weird that we praise South Park as much as we do in, oh, yeah. uh, as much as we did in the Patreon-exclusive Sunday Cruddy Sunday. Yet, when we've talked about Family Guy, apart from one instance that he can think of, we bash it. Why is that? Is it because Family Guy had their cutaways? I find South... He personally finds that South Park goes too far sometimes. I felt... My retort to that is Family Guy does what
1: South Park does, and it does what The Simpsons does, but it just doesn't do it as good as either of those shows do it. Hmm. It's a blend of those shows. It's a South Park, Tone Down South Park meets Simpsons, but it just doesn't do it good enough. By season five, you're like, okay, well, I'm just getting the same
0: joke week in, week out now. Yeah, like I've said that I'd love the first... The first season of Family Guy stacks up against anything that I've ever seen because it was kind of it. it like they managed to actually satirise a few different bits and pieces and like they were aiming a lot higher and then they eventually just degraded to... Let's see how many excuses we can get for someone to throw in a a non sequitur punchline. And yeah, Simpsons have their non sequiturs and their cutaways, but they're few and far between over the course of an episode. Generally, they are. And and as South Park pointed out, that with. uh, It's just when the joke or the resolution comes from completely, like, comes completely from left field, whereas. South Park, for the most part, all of their comedy is kind of derived from the situation of what's actually happening, um, and I don't see too much of a similarity in Family Guy to South Park. I think if you l- are fully in love with South Park, then you're not going to be a massive Family Family Guy. You could probably be a huge Family Family Guy, but not be a, a and not hate South Park. But I don't think it could go the other way.
1: I just think the. Family Guy fans outgrew and got bored of their show quicker than other. Like, South Park fans still
0: love South Park. Yeah. Simpsons fans eventually got sick of The Simpsons after, say, 10 or 12 seasons, even 15 seasons. Whereas Family Guy fans got sick of it real quick, and then it was axed, and then came... Kind of similar to Futurama, axed, came back... Came back in a very different form to what it was when it first started, and I don't. I think it caught a new fan base, but the original fans, I don't think, really still carried on through it. And had they not made those Star Wars movies, I don't think many people would have heard as much heard of
1: Family Guy as much as they did. They, Mm. they, they, not bad mathem for doing it. It was a genius move to Mm. parody the Star Wars films, but Family Guy as a whole just doesn't have that it factor to me. It's forgettable.
0: Yeah, like it just feels. Simpsons Simpsons, you know what? Simpsons episodes, they feel like a story. If a start, I, yeah. a middle, and an end. If I could put it in a cricket context, it's like Family Guy is like 2020 and Simpsons is a one-day game. Um, I wouldn't and go the as occasional far, test match. I wouldn't go as far as saying a test match, but the mo- but like, you know, a one day game's got time for there to be ebbs and flows, and your things stand out to you. Whereas a T twenty, everything just blends into the next thing. Yeah, and you, yeah, like I could remember, I can remember Family Guy jokes, but I wouldn't be able to tell you what episode they came from. Exactly, and there's but and there's so many jokes that
1: you forget the ones that happened five minutes ago. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the end of today's question, yes. Dylan
0: Haggard. Uh <laughs> Now we have got a question about video games. This comes cool. from
1: Blade. That's a good name. Yeah. Which is I it think Wesley Is
0: Wesley Snipes? No. Uh, I wouldn't have imagined That would um, be amazing. Blade Wesley. Ta'aho. Uh I, I just how could you not like you know, hi, I'm um Hi, I'm Randy. What's your Blade? <laughs> it's just you, you would have to speak in that register. Uh denno Mitch, being a big fan of the podcast, I listened to it uh listened to it during study time. He sends this letter to address the topic of the Jaws video game that we mentioned in the home. Mm and goes to college podcast, Jaws Unleashed, on the PlayStation 2. He'd grown up playing it since he was eight, never finishing the campaign. He just kept swimming around, eating all the fishes and destroying shit. As Um, you do. Yeah. So, what he would like to know is off the back of that, what is our favourite movie tie-in video game? Movie tie-in? Yeah. As a kid,
1: I was a big fan of the Jurassic Park game.
0: Which one? On the Sega. Were, uh, on oh, the Sega. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I was a big fan of the, the Lion King game as well. Okay. They were much different. Also- Also on Sega? There was a really well, good- I never owned a Sega, but my friend had a Nintendo, so maybe I played it in the N- Nintendo. There was a really sure. good
0: Aladdin game on Sega.
1: Oh, and Super Nintendo. Yeah. And That
0: was like, great. That was great. Yeah. Platform adventure. Loved it. You used yeah. to throw the apples and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do remember
1: also, it's a TV show I know, but uh, there was a DuckTales game called, the, I think it was The, the Great- Dime Caper or something. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Sega I had that. Oh yep. fuck I loved that game. It was so good. Well
0: they recently did DuckTales Remastered as well. Um, okay. which was yeah, rehashing one of the one of the really uh, I think I think it's probably one of the more popular games from that era with people still today. Like it's a good game to go back and play even now. You're sort of running around with the Beagle boys and that sort of stuff. I can't wait for the rehashed um or the remade Crash on PS4. Oh yeah. Although yeah. I've still got the original, and that's oh right. that's enough for me. And you can still and you can still play it now. Um, for me, I'll go slightly more modern. Mm-hmm. Um, PlayStation Two game, The Warriors. Yes, based on the great. film The Warriors is better than the movie yeah. as, as rare as that that's is great. Like I, I played that before having watched the movie and then when I did watch the movie I was a little bit let down because there wasn't as much fighting as I'd been yeah. led, <laughs> led to believe I was the same what uh, about
1: Scarface you played the Scarface oh, game I
0: loved the Scarface game yeah, that was good. so great the guy it's that like they, Grand Theft Auto but for Scarface the guy that they got to do Pacino's um, voice was was bang on yes. perfect and yeah like it was it was yeah Grand Theft Auto set in the Scarface universe and Phenomenally good.
1: Yeah. Cutting the guy with the chainsaw.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that That's probably one of the most faithful restructures of a game yeah. that I've ever um, played. Thank you for reminding me of that, actually. I no might problem. go spend some hours on that yeah. later right. on.
1: But thank you for the question, dude. <laughs> Next question, or is it a story? I think we had like someone about Springfield we, in or We
0: do indeed have a Springfield-esque story, um, a local one, another one. We had Wagga last week. We've got a story about Coolum up on the Sunshine Coast that I'll we'll get to in a moment. But before that, Don Podlowski he writes in, uh, Hey guys, Springfield has seen its fair share of crooked politicians in connection with organised crime, cronyism and greed. What he would like to know is if we were running a campaign against Mayor Quimby and ended up winning, what would we do as Mayor of Springfield?
1: To me, he lives a pretty good life, so I wouldn't change too much.
0: Frequenting the Bordellos and the like, many... He's, he's, Come on now, you were working here. He's
1: got everything. Everything a man would want. His wife knows that he cheats on him. Hmm. Does nothing about it. Just Not, that, not it. that I'd want to do that. Well, you know it sounds a lot <laughs> like you do. <laughs> but it just seems like he gets, he's, he's crooked, so he's not, he has no shame.
0: Mm. I um, I'd, I'd I'd begin carving my face like Mount Rushmore style into Springfield Gorge. I think that'd be my first act of embezzl- embezzlement. So Homer can fall past you as he mm. falls down the gorge. Yeah, he yeah. can cat- grab onto my nose. Yeah. just briefly <laughs> <So> on the, <laughs> the way down. Same, the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the and I'm re- we're getting a lot of these that I'm really enjoying stories uh, that have happened in your town that could just as easily have happened in The Simpsons. This one comes from Adam Topless. Hey, Dando and Mitch, you pretentious douche king. He'd, he actually only said douche. I added king. Whatever. Um, I lived in Coolum, Queensland, for a while, a town previously known for the PGA Coolum Classic Golf Tournament. I went to that once, followed Greg Norman around. Um, How pretentious of you. <laughs> I could have hung out with Craig Perry, but whatever. Um, uh, played at the illustrious five-star resort, the Hyatt Regency Coolum, complete with a world-class golf. It, it was... A li- like. Having lived on the Sunshine Coast, like it was known as being a, an amazing place to go to. Uh, roughly five years ago, Queensland's very own Mr. Burns-slash-Donald-Trump-slash-eccentric-millionaire Clive Palmer purchased the resort. He's going ro- crazy on social media at the moment. Renamed it after himself. Really? He bought it and called it the Palmer Coolum Resort. And, I shit you not, obtained over 160 replica dinosaur statues complete with authentic roaring noises. To put on the course? Yeah. When the PGA held its final PGA tour at Coolham, renamed, uh, renamed again as Palmasaurus Dinosaur Park, Palmasaurus, there was Jeff, the replica T-Rex, right there alongside the fairway on the ninth hole. As Adam has described it. Fucking How- class.
1: As stupid as that sounds, don't you want to go play golf
0: there now? No. I don't want to do anything associated with Clive Palmer, the man's a cockhead. To say that local but tourism- fucking Dinosaurs. Look, I like my golf to be golf, and I like my paleontology to be my paleontology. <laughs> to say that local tourism in Coulomb has suffered is an understatement, but don't worry, citizens of Coulomb, because Palmer's future endeavours include such classic Simpsons plots as a new international airport, probably not too many internationals flying into Coulomb, uh, a casino, a beachside resort, and a goddamn monorail. Adam's pointed out, it's gone, I guess if a monorail can put Sydney closed in July 2013 and 1988 Brisbane World Expo decommissioned and relocated to SeaWorld on the Gold Coast on the map, maybe Clive has a point. <laughs> um, and I added in, Clive Palmer also want wanted to and had been planning on building a replica Titanic. Now, call me crazy, but if you're going to build a replica boat, wouldn't you base it on one that made its voyage? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what kind of stupidity is it to go, I want to recreate the one that didn't even get past its first, that re- one that, first know, go.
1: The three-hour movie that where it sank? Yeah. yeah. I want that one. The,
0: the greatest sea disaster of, of all time? I want that.
1: It's like watching any disaster movie and saying, I want to build that. Yeah.
0: yeah. I've, I've got to rebuild a skyscraper and I want it to be modelled on the towering inferno. I'm going to eat gremlins and feed them after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have lots of sex in front of my little brother wearing that weird mask with the butcher's knife and I'm sure it's not going to come back to haunt me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm closing the mailbag for this week.
1: Closing the mailbag on Michael Myers' reference?
0: Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> the phrase having sex in front of my little brother is what's actually made my brain want to shut <laughs> off.
1: You, you, you just got like, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> uh, it was more I was like, is that really where I went? Did you kind of visualise it happening? No. Is that why you're not married anymore? Tell us about Oh, I'm yes.
0: Right. <laughs> okay. Do you like the segue? <laughs> yeah, thank you for reminding me about that. Um, so, before, earlier in the day, sorry, earlier in the week, I was doing some housework. Did she not That's clean all... out the table properly no, again? No, no, no. I was, Ash was away and I was just clearing out some cupboards and getting some, you know, old old recipes and stuff like that that I'd printed off the internet, making some space. I get this message from Ash at about 10 to 7 today uh, or this evening. So, you were at cricket training? Yes. Uh, I finished cricket training. I pick up my phone to see... Why did I just find our marriage certificate in the bin? Oh my! <laughs> Whoops! Yeah, that's not good. No, no. It's so, not. It was
1: just, where, where do you keep your marriage
0: certificate? In the kitchen. Oh, apparently, <laughs> I didn't know it was there. <laughs> I was keep it with the recipes. It was. It was sitting in. a Recipe an exp- for disaster. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so that's how I threw out my marriage. <laughs> but that marriage certificate possibly null and void because one of the witnesses' names is spelled incorrectly.
1: Did they sign it? Yeah, they signed it, but it technically it's not them. It's not them, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They've committed fraud, I think.
1: Well, I was telling you, I had a story too. It's not as good as that, mm. but basically I was at work the other day. Obviously, you know, work in pop culture now. So we have a lot of statues and toys and shit laying around the office. Mm-hmm. And we just had this real-life replica, real-life-size replica bust, which means from like the chest up. I, I know what a bust yeah, is. Yeah, just for the listeners. Chief know, Wiggum, don't know. is yeah. this a bust?
0: <laughs> uh, of Walter That would be the best thing ever. What? A bust of Chief Wiggum and a bust of Krusty. And like you push the button Like it's got spoken dialogue And he, yeah he says Is this a bust? Like a mini bust Or Not a button One of those sensors
1: Like whenever you walk past it What would be the best Simpsons sensor A figurine to walk past And
0: have it say something well, I, I, I'm going to be hard pressed To come up with a better idea Than that <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I've just thrown you Like the most amazing idea That you can take back To your boss of all time And you've just stared At me stone faced And went Yeah but what would be The best one? What would be a better one? <laughs> You know, the
1: great thing is, I can actually go to my boss tomorrow and pitch that, and he can contact the companies, and they could build it.
0: Yeah, I know. Basically, we have a lot of shit laying there, and we had a bust of... Walt- imagine, sorry, I'm just imagining you working in Hollywood. James Cameron is like, okay, so this is what it's going to be. It's going to be three years of my life, but this is going to make billions of dollars. I'm going to invent some 3D technology. I've got this... Here's the, here's the world it's going to be. Here are the creatures. It's, it's like... I've got... Sam Worthington's on board and we've got Sigourney Weaver and we've got huge name actors and, like, have, here's some test footage. Have a look at this footage. And then he puts the 3D glasses on and they sit down and they're blown away by it. And then they take the glasses off and went, yeah, but what can you do that's better than this? Does it have magnet? <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: we have Walter White. A, a bust of Walter White. Okay. And it, it, looks full, okay, it looks great, right? Mm.
0: What version of Walt is he wearing the yellow? No,
1: no Heisenberg. He's got the uh, green...
0: A shirt on. Okay.
1: Um, he's just got the beard and the glasses, yep. obviously. He's just bald Walter. Yeah. Uh so it looks it's it retails for over two grand, right? Okay. So, that's cool. Look, um one cook and we'll be able to own that. <laughs> and it sitting there in the right. And this guy when we first opened it, because when we opened it we were so careful sliding it mm. out, And it sat there all weekend. <laughs> and we get in yesterday. And a guy who'd been away on Friday walks and goes, Oh, that's awesome. And it says something just on like underneath here, like the the company who made it or whatever, under the bust, like underneath the shirt or something. Okay. It, it says something on it. He's looking for something. He goes, "What does that say?" And he tilted it backwards. No, it fell back and shattered the back of his head. Oh no, man! Everyone in the room, like the the air just got sucked out. Everyone was like, <gasps> "No shit!" Ten seconds later, the boss walks in and there's just Walter White sprawled across the floor. Mm. He just looks at it and goes, "Huh." And <laughs> <laughs> and looks up and the guy just puts his hand up and goes, yeah. And he sort of laughs and goes, yeah, it was me. And he goes, hmm. Huh. Turns around and walks back out again.
0: <laughs> oh, you're lucky. That dude is lucky he doesn't work in America because that'd be the end of it right there. You're and like, well, oh, you're fired.
1: And you know what's great about my boss? He thought of a way that he can fix it and sell it cheaper. He's like, we'll still find a way to get Crazy salad. glue. Pretty much, we'll give him, we'll get him a hat. Yeah, that's what we, did. we put a Isaac hat on him. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and yeah, and some guy bought. I'll it. give you twenty bucks for it. And some guy bought it. It was great. But, like the best thing about working with geeks is that no one's angry. Like if that happened in anywhere else, that
0: guy was in big trouble. Yeah, I don't think you can fire someone for an accident though. That thing might cost over a thousand dollars. I once back, my heart exploded so- for the guy when it broke. I was like, oh my god! I once. <laughs> Worked with someone like I, working in a car yard. I, I've dinged cars before, like you know, clipped a pole or something like that, and they had to go down for some, you know, little spray and some panel beating. My old sales manager, before she was sales manager, once backed a car through the shop window. Oh my! Yeah. So, like, you can't really be fired for an accident. It, Repeated well, accidents, you can. yes. You can. I don't, I don't think you can. Not these days. Like, you've got to. You've got to have like a verbal warning and then a written warning and then you've got to promise not to break any more busts and then you still need to break more busts. If
1: you broke something that cost that much money, would you just die inside? I died inside watching it happen. (laughs) (laughs) I just could not believe it.
0: What I'm curious about here, now that you've said that, that actually opens it up to something. Are we sure that this guy even exists, Zando? Have you broken a Heisenberg? No, this is no, what. It wasn't me. Is this this what has got you've you've taken to your multinational plot uh, platform where you can get your story out there in the air before this guy has a chance to go to the papers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it wasn't me. The funny He's thing just is, a patsy. On Friday, we we're making the joke because we had the the Negan. Um, oh, what's the bat? name? Lucille. Lucille bat as well, like the barbed wire and stuff. Yeah. That's one of the toys. And we we're swinging it around. And we we're pretending like, what would our boss do if we if we broke this? And he'd be like, we'd probably kill us. Mm. And that guy walks in and just. Touches it for, like, one second. breaks it. And we're just like... Whew. And it was the fact that he walked in. It was like a sitcom. It was like yeah. it was all
0: happening all at once. It was just... It was amazing. And on the subject of broken things, just quickly, yes. My car... Um, ten, oh, yeah. 10 days old. Coo- you, walk, you walked in. <laughs> Mitch goes, want to see something fucked? <laughs> <laughs> 10 days old. Playing cricket. Like, local sports grounds. I'm not an idiot. I don't park in harm's way. I, I was a good 20 metres away from the boundary. Like, which is... From where the bat- batsman is, is a long fucking way. Yeah, and there were three cars. Tendulkar's not batting at this time. Yeah, so. exactly. Adam Gilchrist is nowhere near the near the scene. There were three cars parked between my car and the like. I was so obscured and covered, and like it's late. I'm late in the day. I'm around the other corner of this. It was a toilet block um, type thing, like public toilets, and we hear this poof and people are like, oh, that could be someone's car. <laughs> And I gave it no thought. I was like, oh, eh, poor guy. Would have been better if you laughed. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) No, I wasn't quite that callous. But then five minutes later, I get, Mitch, do you drive a black Subaru? And everything in my life just stopped. (laughs) On those words, I just went, oh, fuck off. (laughs) Walk around, monstrous din in a brand new car. It needs a new door. um, Happened to be delivered by my best friend. Like the, the guy who bowled it to get hit out of the ground was my best friend. Any chance, mate. Like, come on. You supposedly you're a better cricketer than I am. What are you doing getting hit for balls that fucking far? <laughs>
1: How far would it have been?
0: Ah, uh, look, it's
1: it's easy. If it was would it, if it was an MCG. Was it second level, or was this uh, second
0: level? It's easily gone 100 meters, which is up like upper, local cricket upper end. Of, local cricket, you're safe. You upper should. end of what? I was parked at least 20 to 25 meters off the fence. So yeah, it's it's one. Of, if they're playing in India, it's, it hit it's your car in the second deck. Yeah. The fact that it went over cars and hit yours... Means it was going high as well. Like, it was high <laughs> and far. Oh,
1: well. These things happen. Mm. Thanks for listening to our review of Rosebud. Hope you enjoyed it. Next week is Trias of Horror 4. Mm-hmm. Another fantastic edition of the Trias of Horror
0: series. Season 5 is getting better and better. It is. And I was just going to say one final reminder before the final words um, for... Anyone out there that has been inspired um, by us to start their own podcast, or, you know, maybe not by us, but just inspired in general, check out the description and the link in our description to Podbean and get one month free on your first hosting fees.
1: Yes. No better time to start than right now, courtesy of Four Finger Discount and Podbean. Also, on Patreon, this month we've done reviews of Jurassic Park. It's a movie Mm -hmm. review. You did a little... Spiel on Logan. Logan, when, yeah, watch movie. just a couple minutes, spoiler in, in free. In the car, video of it. Mm-hmm. Also did a review of uh, Sunday Credit Sunday, which is available now for $2 patrons. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do this month? What episode do you want to do? You pick one. At some point, we need to get Rob Oliver on the show, the director of The Simpsons, or he's the director now, mm-hmm. and yep. do uh,
0: Barthood. Barthood, yeah, That we definitely need to do that. Yep. Let's do the, f- f- uh, that- I can never remember the Spanish, but um, the chilli, chilli contest. Yeah The Mysterious Voyage of Homer Yeah I
1: think it's what It's called But yeah. in another language yeah. Also Silverman David Silverman And Mike Anderson Want to come to the show So we need to pick episodes By them as well And okay. get them on the show At the same time So thanks for listening To our review of Rosebud Hope you enjoyed it Stay tuned for Treehouse of Horror 4 Next week Mitch any final words For the listeners well, I'd love We have production meetings
0: On the episode <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking to myself Are you going to play that Or is that going to go <laughs> That's going to go No listeners just As a metaphor for life Give Burns the bear Whatever you're holding on to. Whatever. Whatever you can't let go of. Give Burns the bear. Shh. Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The
1: Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea and Podbean does the rest.
0: So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting.